This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, and welcome back to the UF Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? Happy Pesach. Happy Passover. Yes. Um, today, I'm I'm going to, right after this recording, I'm going to a Seder. It's going to be great. Love a Seder. I, I think a Seder is the true front row seat to how Jews are. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> <to> Mike. <laughs> Right, well, because it's like there's this, like, at-home DIY service you have to do. Yeah. And depending on your level of Judaism, you do, like, you know, the the kindergarten version or you do the long version or somewhere in between. And we're all, like, none of us feel confident of, like, maybe we have the most Jewish person there. Mm -hmm. But no one feels confident enough to, like, really say with confidence what we should be doing. Right. Where it's, like... It, there's also a thing where it's like you. This is sort of the big marker of just how religious the family or the situation is. Right. Like how are we? How like you said? How the kindergarten version? Are we rushing through this? Is it like a four hour event? Right. How much can the person handle? Um, and my family has like varying <laughs> levels of religiousness. So we've been to say we've been to parts of my family where the satyrs are very long, and I think it's like too much for Mike, mm. which is fine with me because I'm not particularly religious either. But I like the tradition of it. So tonight we're going to my mom's. It's gonna be my mom also has the patience of like a five year old. So it's gonna probably be the kindergarten version of it. Right. She won't be able to stop herself from making jokes at every point right. in it. But it is funny when we go to um, my mom's as opposed to his family, like his family, it's like, we shouldn't be eating for like four days before because there's going to be so much food that you're going to want to be able to like enjoy every part of it. Right. With my family, it's like, make sure you bring snacks in the car and eat a big lunch <laughs> because <laughs> it's going to be like whatever was like scrounged around from like, from whatever restaurant was open. Especially on Passover. Cause that plate, yeah, it is not a meal, you know, like no. that it is, I remember being starving. Just one boiled egg and a piece of lettuce for seven people right. until for the next two hours. <laughs> until you get to the real meal. Right. Oh, I remember my mom's side of the family. We used to go to Detroit and they were more religious than my dad's. My dad didn't do shit. Kinder, kindergarten would be too much. Too much, right. That's nice right. though because then you don't have to, you know, you don't want to be like rebelling against the the religiousness of the family. So if they're already... Kind of like half-assing, right? It. Everyone you don't have to feel guilty. No one right. feels guilty. Yes. Yeah, no, we were just getting together to you're, eat. Yeah, you're only as guilty as like the person who's the most religious, right. insisting on you doing the thing. Right. I remember just going to Detroit, and it felt like hours. They'd be like, "And now turn to page thirty-five." You're like, "I can't believe we're still doing this." No, and then yeah. you'd start eating the morar. The you know, like like you convince yourself it tasted good. Like you haven't eaten anything else. Right. So that's why people like gefilte fish because it was the only thing you could eat for like the, right. for hours. It was just, yeah. So I, I have fond memories of 
Passover, just just the show of it to me is always funny. Like just the people getting together and doing it. But Do you, are you the young? No, you're not the youngest. I'm not the youngest. No yeah, the youngest has to put on a performance. Yeah. The youngest has to do the four quest. Yeah, that whole thing. Are you so you're no skater tonight? I assume. I'm not. No, I, I. My mom wanted me to come, and I'm like, no, I'm here. We got. I mean, yeah, you. We have to make the show. We always have to make working. Sure. Always working. Yeah. yeah. I, I, speaking of always working, I'm on the road. Let's hear it, people. We've added a fourth London show. Oh wow, that's crazy. That's incredible. That's incredible. Congratulations. Right? Thank that's you. That's amazing. We, we should do a you up live. I mean, that we should, should tell do us. a you up live in London. That would be unbelievable because. We so now I have I a fourth London. London show. I'm so excited. Um, it's coronation weekend. So oh wow, what weekend is that? The May fifth ish. Yeah. So Cinco we're gonna to new, Prince Charles. That's right. <laughs> gonna get a new king. King Charles. Sorry, Cinco to King Charles. Right, Cinco to King Charles. The 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 board lord will be at the coronation. <laughs> the, wow, so, perfect place for a lord of your standing. Thank you. Yes. Um. So if you're listening to this, I'm also I would love to see you at the coronation, like in the crowds. I'm bringing a king's hat. I'm going to bring a whole a scepter. <laughs> hear me, hear me. Yeah. I cannot wait. So before that, I'm going to Austin for uh, shows. Yes. I, I want these Austin shows to be hot. So come Dublin, Belfast, London. We added a fourth show. Copenhagen, Amsterdam, Berlin, Oslo. Then we are going on the road. Going to Chicago, May 18th. Chicago, get those tickets. They're running low, right? Yeah. They're, people are buying. Chicago is almost out, I think, yeah. Philadelphia, Boston, New York, D.C. We're coming to all those cities. We do live dating app makeovers. We Deal reveals. Audience questions. That's the fun. I, I like the audience questions when they're good. Agreed. Yeah. So don't come with your bullshit. We want the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, we, we prep, so we're going to find the, the questions that are the best. Right. So, And then I'm coming to Kansas City. Nashville, Lexington, Charlotte. So jaredfree.com for tickies. Um, what are we talking about today, Jordana? Today we're talking about how to get over first date nerves. First date nerves. Do you get first date nerves? Or do you ever do, or is it more like, I don't feel like doing this? I get, here's something that's actually started to happen to me. I have this moment where I look in the mirror, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you, 10? Going on a date, combing your hair, getting dressed? showered look at you it's the most natural thing in the world i know but i feel like i'm like oh i can't believe i'm going on a first date you know like you feel like i maybe it's an age thing where I you start to, to go that. oh my god i'm doing this again right that you it does feel like you're at the bottom of a of a, of mount everest okay you know you're like and and you feel like you're an established actor who has to audition Right. <laughs> That's me. What am I doing here? I'm above this. There is an above this at a certain age, I think, where you're like, you know, I don't know. It just feels like such silly. a young, silly thing. Okay. We're getting together. First date. What's your name? I mean, What's your name? Goes on I know you got to start somewhere. Yeah, and then right. that's where I come back to the even where I go, you got to start somewhere. What do you think? You're going to not. Right. Go on a first date? But you're never like nervous. It, to me, no. it seems more like you're just kind of like, I don't know if I'm in the mood to do this. Right. I, I think mood is in, is a, the biggest thing we don't really like assess for a date. Right. Well, is one ever in the mood to go on a date with someone they haven't met yet? Is the real question. It's funny when you say that. With me, they should be pumped. Well, you know, feel like, like, that one can feel like they have met you because there's so much video and there's stuff out there, there yeah. to someone to see. Whereas for you, it's like you don't really have a sense of someone's personality. No, and and th that's I think what the apps are supposed to give you mm -hmm. is like, oh shit, we kind of have this cool thing going on. Yeah, I can't wait to meet them in person. Like. 
I think like sometimes it's the four. I, there's so many different feelings before the first date. Like it's like I feel stupid. I'm I'm a little excited. Maybe this is the person that like makes me like fucking say screw everything else. Right. You're a little nervous. Yeah, you're nervous because you're like, what are we gonna talk about? Like right. I I hope I have things to say. I hope it's not awkward. And you're at that point where it's like you're not you're not at the point where you could be like you're just like going on a date and you're you're comfy. So now it's like I have to be on. That's another thing. You need energy. Yeah. You need to be like or don't do, or like what's the point? To, right. Yeah. Like I you know I've had a cup of coffee before a day because I'm like you know and and there is this thing like I I'm totally addicted to my phone. I'm on my phone all the time. Yeah. You, I don't know if you notice about yourself, but like I'm just like melting. When I look at my phone, like I, I am at a zero. It's almost Meaning like what? there's like a meditative state. Oh, it's a, or is it withdrawal when you're not on your phone? You're still um, feeling of like anxious, like I need to get back to it. No, it's not even the withdrawal. It's just when I'm on it, I'm like, like, oh, it, feels I, good. it feels good. Okay. It, it You ooze into your phone. Yeah. And it's like to go on a date and have your phone in your pocket and you're like zoned in is the total opposite of looking at your phone. Right. Well, I mean, a sign of a good date is when you didn't want to look at your phone. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Or don't even think like, what's the next topic going to be? Right. You know, like that's a big thing. Like I, I can tell how bad a date is going or not bad. I don't want to say bad. Um, How not the match it is. The how early into the date I ask, how was your weekend? What do you have going on this weekend? Right. Yeah. Because that's a sub, like that's Looking always for a topic. Right. That's yeah. that's something that I got in my back pocket. Yeah. Like if this conversation slows down. So what's happening this weekend? Yeah. I think even with friends, if you're like out with friends or on, on like a double date or something and you're kind of like, so you guys got anything this summer coming up? Right. Like, what's <laughs> What's going on in the night? Are we going on any trips? This summer coming up is <laughs> yeah. such a... Honestly, the minute do you have any trips coming up this summer uh, comes up, you should go, hey, I guess we're not friends anymore. <laughs> like, well, let's just, let's cut this out. That's what I would use for like the wife or girlfriend of of Mike's friend that I was talking, you know, wound up talking to at a party mm -hmm. and we're like... Let's hope they're not listening now. You know, I mean, Jordana was really interested in our summer <laughs> vacation plans. And it's like, mm. <laughs> means you didn't get along. I mean, no, people, when people ask me that, it's like right. kind of a sign of like, yeah, we're like, this is, this is a, we're friendly. Are we truly friends? If this is what we're talking about kind of thing. But we're right. also, we're at this event. We're making conversation. Right. And it, it makes me think like, what would be some good questions that kind of like, Get you, get out, of you that. out of that. Right. You know, I think of that all the time. Like, well, like when we did that SOS episode with that guy, like, and then you were like, would you fuck your cousin? <laughs> <laughs> that was my go to. Right. Yeah. So like, no, but there's got to be good questions that come along with that. Like I. Well, so it's kind of like, that's how you can tell. I think if you're vibing, if you get into a conversation and it's not just like, well, what do you do? And mm. it's more like, what do you do? And. Oh, how'd you get into that? There's like an interesting story. They have an interesting perspective mm -hmm. on that. And, you know, but what I really want to do is this. And I've always been interested in that. Or again, tell me about your relationship with your family. And like that can be like boring and an interview like, or it could be like someone giving you like a real interesting, vulnerable take right. on something. I was at a date once and I remember looking across me like, I got a question for you. And they were like, what? And thinking I was like, going to be deep. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how long do you think this restaurant stays in business? That's a great question. Right. Yeah. And I go, it's not a, and, and I was really like 
the food was fine. The place is nice. There's nobody there. I was like, this place is going down, right? That's how you, right. Well, that's like, how you get like inside jokes or right. kind of a vibe going. And if someone's like, how would I know? <laughs> then you're like, okay, not a match. That's the point. Right. That's that's why my first date spot should be a place. Right. My idea where you have a, a button in front of you and it's a green and a red button. And you start at a standing bar where you can, you hold the green button and we start talking. Then I go, I like where this is going. I hit green. And then when you hit green, we move to the next room. Well, it's exactly like that old dating show. Do you remember next? Right. Next was, well, then you got a next person. Well, only if you didn't like the current right, person. Right, you go next. next. And then it was like you're in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> it's a more so, rude version of that. Right, mom and dad, uh, yeah, they live down in Florida. Next. next. No, this was the next the room. So it would be like, okay, I got a little clicker in my hand. If we're having a nice conversation in the first bar, I hit green, you hit green, we go to the next room, yeah. there's tables. I like that. They start bringing tapas-style food. You just keep bringing food. If we both hit green, we go to a club. They take a little bit more than their fair share. Red. Red. Okay. A bouncer comes in, yanks them. <laughs> right. That's why I hate, I've always hated tapas first date. I always feel like I have to be super like cognizant of how much food I'm taking. It's why every menu should have a added fee. Splitting. Split it. Yes. Split it up. Tapas has always given me, given me a lot of anxiety I don't early like, in the game. Right. Right, I know I'm with you. I like if you're if it's three of you, yeah, go fuck yourself. There's no, there's only room for two. Right, right. It should say at the top, you want splitsies. I'd pay an extra dollar. Make it even. Make it even. Yeah. Oh yeah, add another. Yeah, yeah. We should be. We should open a restaurant. We should, and the, <laughs> and the date night. Date. I like it. We we'll call it date night by That's you, a, by the UF podcast. Right. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back get 15 percent cash back at hundreds of stores including headliners ulta fenty beauty levi's adidas and so much more Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. 
Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Let's read the email. Okay, let's do it. Hi, Jane Jane. I'm writing to you about some dating anxiety I'm experiencing and wondering if you could offer any tips for dealing with it. Basically, I get extremely nervous before every date. I usually feel sick to my stomach for hours leading up to a date, and I'm thrilled when the guy cancels on me. You and me both. <laughs> Once we're out, I either forget how to string a sentence together or talk too much. I can't even eat on a second or third date because I feel sick with nerves, so I try to stick to drinks only. Uh-oh. That can't be good. <laughs> I strictly get drunk. I'm generally a very social person. I have no problem conversing with friends, coworkers, or guys at bars, but I clam up so much on dates. I know a lot of people prefer activities, but those make me even more nervous because I overthink the logistics of it all. I agree with that. I'm not like into a first few dates activities. Axe situation. throwing. Not on date one. Are you joking? <laughs> I want to dr- drink in an easy out. Right. Get me out of here. Yeah. Do you have any tips for dealing with this besides getting drunk, which is my current method? <laughs> I get her. I used to do that too. My anxiety has led me to only ever date men I have been friends with first, but at 26, I'm not making the same number of single guy friends I was making in school. I'm on the apps and live in New York City, but I haven't gotten past a third date since moving here and rarely go on first dates. I feel like I'm setting myself up for failure. I would appreciate any tips or experiences you've had. Thank you. Not shy, just stressed. Well, they never really wrote what they were stressed about. What is the anxiety right. about? Well, that's what makes this email kind of hard to answer because they're not. She's not like, here's the things that I'm thinking about that make me so nervous, or here's what I'm afraid of when right. I go on the dates, which gives me all this anxiety. And then I could, or you could, or we could uh, give like, well, never thought that, never thought yeah. that, never. And nine hundred ninety nine point nine percent of things that she would bring up, I'm sure, aren't thought about by the guy she's on a date with. Yeah. Like, look what he wore. He didn't do a lot of thinking. That's you true. know, like, look at what, you know, if you want to, I, I, it's like, I used to have a lot of plane stress, I would, you know, turbulence. And you have to keep saying to yourself, look how many people fly a day. Look how many, you know, like. Right, irrational. Right. When yeah. you go over a bumpy road, you don't get nervous that you're going to fall through the road. Why would you be nervous on a turbulence? Mm-hmm. Like, you keep re- re- repeating these things, and that's a version of what she could do, like. You think these guys are really thinking that deeply, like I, I into well, yeah. what every little tiny thing she does? To me, um, the anxiety, and I'm not. I'm, again, this could not. I could be way off base, but for if I'm relating this to me and my fears or anxieties before going on dates, which also actually translates to me for my anxieties around going on any like work dinner or meeting, mm. is kind of like, what are we going to be able to talk about, and what are they going to think of me? Are the two fears mm-hmm. that go through my head? It's like we won't have anything to talk about, or I'm going to say something stupid. Right. Right. And so I think those team, those I would imagine are relatively common fears for people who have, are really nervous before going into, into dates. Yes. And I think the best way to, to overcome those is to just say, I'm going to go into this being my full self. And the worst thing that could happen is we're not vibing. Mm-hmm. We have a drink and then I go home. Right. And I think in addition to that, like, like what we just talked about, like any trips coming up this summer, 
That's a good thing to have. Yeah. In your back pocket. If it's not going well. Because like, listen, you're, and there's a certain point where if you're asked about trips, you can assess that after the day. Right. After the day you go, you know what? I liked them. They were a nice person, but midway through, we really didn't have anything to talk about. I had to go to my backup plan, which is what are your plans this weekend? But run out the clock, run out the clock. Right. So that to me though, might alleviate their stress. Have some questions. Right. That you can go to. Whether that makes a good or bad date, it gets you, runs out of the clock, as you just said. So, like, let's have some things in our back pocket that could be soft starters. Right. And if the chemistry is there, you probably won't need them. Right. Those are in case of emergency type of thing. Break the glass if there's a fire. What are you doing this summer? What other ones do we have? What are you doing this summer? Um, I guess, I mean, what do you do? What do you got going on this weekend? Who do you usually hang out with? That's a good question. Um, how, do you, how do you spend your weekends is so interviewee. Uh, but like, yeah, well, I guess there's better ways to ask that. What are you right? doing this weekend is a better version of that. What are you doing this but, week? Uh, how do you, who do you usually hang out with? Like, right. Is You've it been New anywhere York friends? Recently. Whatever. <laughs> these are all so, these are all like, someone's listening and they're like, oh, yeah. I don't want to do this. And I agree with you. But again, that's kind of like, all right, that's you running out <clears throat> the, the 45 minutes to where you had a drink and it's not working out. And then you can like say you have an early meeting tomorrow and leave. Right. And that's, I hope that would alleviate, you know, it sounds like they got the yips, you know, like in golf, like you're, you start swinging badly all of a sudden, like it sounds like they're just in their head. And it's like, if you have these, then there's less to be in your head about. Yeah. You know, like I'm trying to think of other questions, but also if you invite, cause it sounds like she's also envisioning it not going well, which is why she's so happy when it can't, when they cancel. But if you envision a scenario where like you hit it off and you have a real, like think about the last fun date conversation you had. Right. And if you're envisioning that and thinking about how that might happen again, that might make you more excited rather than dreading it. Absolutely. Like, you know, the secret, you know, like you gotta, you gotta like a, what do the, what do they call it? Um, Manifest. Yes. Right. Do you like, you know, do you like oral or penetration? That's, that's another route you can go if things that's are not route. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, here's another tip. And this is something I have picked up later in life. First date, eat a protein bar. Eat a protein bar. Eat a protein bar. Okay? okay. A protein bar, 200 calories. You, you, you go in. You're not starving. You're not, you can have a drink without the first one hitting you like crazy. It kind of calms your nerves because you're not sitting there like thinking of other things. Like I'm telling you, it's like apple a day keeps the doctor away. It's your version of the something about Mary uh, pre-day jerk off. You should also jerk (laughs) off. You're like, oh, I thought that was implied. (laughs) No, yeah. (laughs) Protein bar and masturbation. You whack off while eating the protein bar. That's what you do. Exactly. We're not all doing this. It's a ritual. I, uh, I think that's a good idea. A date is always a good advice too. Maybe this person needs to masturbate. Masturbate protein bar. Rub on that clitoris and chomp on a think bar. I get the think bars. Oh, interesting. Big think bar fan. Hopefully they're listening. It's become a good part of my life. It adds structure to my life in a very (laughs) structuralist world. You know, I if if I didn't have protein bars, I'd just be masturbating every five seconds. It would be like no rules, no nothing. Uh, I've heard of a lot of people replacing therapy with protein bars. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I've done. (laughs) 
It has. Listen, I I just don't want another meal. I want something between a meal and being starving. Okay. And honestly, I'm I'm not joking when I say this. I masturbate before every date and I have the protein bar. The Jared Freed method. That's the Jared Freed. (laughs) Yes. Give it a shot. Let us know. Give it a shot. Rub on the button. There you go. Go to Ula Laville. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to NUULY.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's NUULY.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? I'm ready. Hey, J&J. A few months back, I was in another city for work, and after dinner, many drinks with coworkers, I got back to my hotel around 10 p.m. and immediately went on Bumble. I like this. I matched <laughs> with a guy. They did the reverse. They, they masturbated after. Yeah. The, <laughs> I matched with a guy who asked me to get a drink. He was hot but I was way too tired to venture out in the public. And after some vetting to ensure he was who he said he was, in my drunken confidence, I figured I would do something completely out of my comfort zone and invite this guy to my hotel. Bless you. Hey. Wow. That, that was a big one. Me. 
Oh okay? my god, I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> wow. We gotta get a replay of that on the video. <laughs> you might I, have just uh, started that, the next pandemic. Right. <laughs> started patient zero. That's me. Did I get you? No, I don't think okay. so. Okay. I didn't feel Someone any bring... I didn't feel any precipitation. <laughs> right. Bless you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, can we? That, I was trying to hold it back while I was reading because I okay, couldn't get that, to the end of the sentence. Like, that, now it makes sense. And it felt like it just grazed my ear. Those always happen when you try to, right. you try to like, swallow it. Instead, it. I would love to see the replay. <laughs> it felt like I got shot. We'll put that on the Instagram story. That's a slow mo. <laughs> 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 All right. When complete, I would do something completely out of my comfort zone and invite this guy over to my hotel room. And he came. And he was who he said he was. <laughs> That's gonna end. <laughs> what a what a he low bar, me. Yeah. right? The night was honestly everything you would hope a one night stand would be: heavy petting, touching, grabbing. What is what is climb. everything you hope a one night stand would be? Them leaving early. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> what they I, look like right. as good or better than the picture. They're cool. They're right. They're cool. They're fun. Right, down. Not awkward. Not awkward. Understand it. Yes. Like, And there's a hot, there's like a sexy vibe. Absolutely. Yeah. Safe, obviously. Yes. You know, understand, don't take your, you know, at, you know, questions as weird. Like, we've talked about this before when you're like, well, are you, like if I was like say, like, are you on birth control? Right. Sometimes they that gets, go with it. they're yeah. like, oh, right. of course. And oh, but, and then like that, sometimes are you on birth control gets considered Oh, you don't want to wear a condom? Like, it, they don't it, misinterpret your questioning right. about their contraception. <laughs> right, you, you're they a birth control. I got a condom. A condom. Right. I take one out. Not, you, yeah. no one's judgy of that. You know, like it's just all down the middle. Fair, right? Yeah, blowjobs. There you go. Some people, well, some people are like, no, that's more intimate than sex. Some people do think that. Yeah, I could see someone being like, ideal one night stand doesn't involve that. Oh no, my ideal one night stand, we're all mouths everywhere. It's getting a lot. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Everywhere. Got it. Okay. <laughs> all holes attended to. Attended to, yeah. Uh, the night was honestly everything you would hope a one night stand would be. I was leaving my work trip the following night. So he said I should come to his place before because he lives by the airport. <laughs> he lives in the Delta Lounge. Right. Hold on. This is this person is. That's what you want from a one night stand, not someone you're dating. They live by the airport. <laughs> yeah, right. I have never heard of by the airport in a glowing way. I guess for a one night stand, it'd be like literally the most convenient thing. Right. They live right but, next to the airport. But my, I guess my issue is they had the one night stand. We had a great time. Hey, why don't you stop by before you hit the airport? What? Right. I'd be like, no, we're done here. <laughs> I guess if it was that good, you're like last licks before I get right. to the airport. Yeah. But they live close to the airport. I guess so it's on the like, way. Yeah. I don't know. I'm in my plane clothes. Like I have to return the rental car anyway. Right. I, I, I don't know. It's just interesting that they, they're like, he said I should come by to his place before because he lives by the airport. I can think of no other scenario where living by the airport is a plus. Any. Any. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Can you imagine any scenario where you stop by someone who lives by the airport? No, I'm saying this is the, right. this is the only thing where it's like great. So she writes. So I figured, why not? He owns his own barbecue company. So when I got there, he had just come from an event and had leftover barbecue and asked if I wanted ribs. Okay. I don't think there's anything less sexy than stop by my place that's near the airport 
have some of my leftover ribs before we start fucking? I guess. I don't know. I mean, Jessica Simpson, I feel like, try had made eating the ribs sexy. She did? It wasn't there like that song that she had that was like she's in the music video and she's eating the ribs and she's talking about how she can let her hair down when she's with the right guy. I remember this video. There's like sauce all over her face, but she still looks hot. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I, I... You remember the I, video? I do remember the video yeah. and she did look hot. But she's also Jessica Simpson, so I don't right. know. Right. I don't associate having <laughs> a sauce all over your face. A brisket platter before I get to the fucking. <laughs> Right before you get on the airplane. <laughs> right. And the airplane. Hey, this is horrific. Yeah. Ribs are not something I would order on a date where I was trying to date the person. No. Ribs, <laughs> mac and cheese, beans. Ribs is like What's... we have to establish exclusivity. Yeah. You can't. No, 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 no. No woman should see me eat barbecue. Same here. Right. Yeah. Hold on. What's the song? The viral video. Ribs, grits, chicken, oh. beef. Do you know the song I'm talking about? I don't know what song you're talking about. It's a corn. corn yeah, yeah. It's this like woman rapping what you'd have at Thanksgiving. Sounds like what you'd have at barbecue. It does sound like a barbecue, but it's like, um, I, I thought she said grips. Oh, here it is. Grandma Thanksgiving rap song. Beans, greens, potatoes. We play that, it? Yeah, I got is it. Is that going to be copyright? It's a YouTube video. I think we'll probably find She said, a, it's a, this is a preacher. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, greens, 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 potatoes, You ever see this go around on Thanksgiving? I've never heard that before. But beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. It's, yeah. It's going to be all I'm thinking about as I have none of that jam. stuff tonight. That is not on the Passover Seder menu. No, it is not. You're getting matzah. Like Ugh. old radish, whatever it is. Maror. Some bullshit. Apples. Ugh. It's horrific. It's not great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he owns his own barbecue company. So when I got there, he had just come from an event and had leftover barbecue and asked if I wanted ribs. I said yes. After he put in them in the oven to cook, we go to his bedroom and have sex. The sex this time around was not great. Oh, really? <laughs> You mean to tell me? Post rib sex. <laughs> right. <laughs> the guy who smells like a barbecue event near the airport wasn't just a, not, a fantastic lover. Not the ambiance you want. <laughs> no. I said yes, and he put them in the oven. Oh, the sexist time around was not great. Maybe 30 seconds with zero foreplay. Definitely disappointing, but given the situation, especially with the night we had before, not that serious. I like her attitude. Yeah. Anyways, we go back to the kitchen to eat the ribs. <laughs> So while they're cooking, they have the sex for 30 right. seconds. Okay. Ribs in the oven. Rib, leftover, rib like in the leftover oven. Leftover ribs. Yeah. So like he got this as like a dinner for them. I don't know. This is all disgusting. <laughs> I, Lost all of the sex appeal. Right. Yeah. yeah. Stick the ribs in the oven and come over here and let me eat you out. <laughs> I take a bite, then go back to the bedroom to grab my luggage. When I came back out, he goes, how was it? I thought it was a kind of forward question, but decided to be honest and say, it was fine, I guess. A lot shorter than I would have liked. Last night was definitely better. And he's just stared at me for a couple seconds before he said, um, I was talking about the ribs. 
<laughs> Hope you get a kick out of this one. Keep doing the Lord's work. Best BBQ, BB Queen, BB Queen of putting her foot in her mouth. That is very funny. Very funny. I love that. Here's the thing. The good lesson from this awkward sex story is it sounds like the perfect, like she said, the perfect one night stand. Mm -hmm. You got to just leave it. Right. Right. When, when it's you're trying done, to like get seconds, you get greedy. Right. It all, Just like the ribs. It becomes ickier. Well, that's uh, my dad's said this my whole life. You so can, right, that's why you don't go to the same vacation spot. You, right? can't, you can never repeat. Yeah. He's like, you had a good time. You try and reform that good time and have it again. It's always compared to the first time. Never you never have the, the magic that you had on that first time. You can never right. repeat. He always said it. This is exactly the situation. They tried to repeat. She's like, I'm going to go back for that. It's very rare to have a second experience be as good or better than the first. He's abs. Very rare. Yeah. So she was, I mean, the minute he turns into porky pig and he the whole situation is not hot. It's no. hot to be like, cause you're, here's the thing. The first night is like no expectations. It'll just mm -hmm. be great. It's hot. It's at night. He's coming over there. You have a hotel environment, right? Hotel. Second night. You're like, this feels icky. Right. Yeah. I, I don't even know why she would have said yes. That's why I'm like, because I think she's like off. She's thinking about the night before and she's like, right. that was really fun. Let me have a little more fun. But then it never. No, is even I mean, I would be offended if I was him for the ribs, if that was. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's I, I, well, I guess it's which better one is that more she offensive, didn't, better that she didn't insult. the. Oh, that's his company. Right. So I guess better in that way. Yeah, I would rather, because you both had the sex. You both know. Right. It was 30 seconds. Yeah, and you're never going to see her again. So. And she was complimentary the night before, and it's like, that's really all you need as a guy is that just so they know you can. Right. I would have been like, but what about, so what did you think of the ribs? The ribs? <laughs> <laughs> my, my life, yeah. uh, my life's work is the ribs. That's so awkward, though. I wonder how that ended. Uh, with her asking, waiting for the Uber to the yeah. airport. <laughs> At least it's close, right? Right. What would you call she, this? She, he put it should have been like it was. You know, I I know you have a flight to catch. That's why it was right. so short. <laughs> that's a good response, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like didn't want to hold you up. Yeah, I like Maddie's. She had brisket and quit it. That's funny. Baby back bang the dry rub. Love <laughs> the dry rub. <laughs> um, this reminded me of the who's on first joke. I don't get it. it was who's on first is uh, Abbott and Costello? I think is that it was. Who's on? For, it's a whole dialogue where they talk about who's on first, and it's all confusion in words. Okay. So in similar fashion. Interesting. So I would call this who's, who's on first. What's that? You'd call it who's on first. Who's on first? I, I, there might be a sexual version of that that I could use. Um, comes on first. I don't know. I, like I that. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Do you need a ride to the airport? Right. <laughs> I like that. The. Uh, the, the lack of ride to the airport. Priority pass. <laughs> TSA free. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. 
Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail, a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do another email. Let's do it. Okay. Hey, J&J. My boyfriend and I have been dating for over two years, and we we're looking to move in together this summer. We both couldn't be more excited for this step, but we are stuck on how to navigate the move. My boyfriend is 31 and has been living with his roommate since they were in college. They have been in their current apartment since they were 26. It is huge, renovated in a perfect location, has a private rooftop, and the rent is jaw-droppingly low. I'm talking over $3,000 less than what it could be rented for. The landlord has only increased the rent by $100 each year, which is unheard of in New York City. It's fair. Yeah. It's a unicorn apartment, which my boyfriend found years ago, and he is in the industry. In my mind, I figured we would be looking for a new place, fresh start, you know? My boyfriend wants to stay in his current place, which I have no opposition to. I love his apartment in general, but I specifically love the price. Who wouldn't? Oh, yeah. It is, is it socially acceptable to kick out his roommate? Neither of us know the best way to go about this because he doesn't want to taint their friendship, and I don't want to, him to either. The thing is, the roommate cannot afford the place on his own, so if we don't take over the lease, the apartment will likely go back on the market, so neither of us nor him would be able to keep this incredible apartment. To answer a fair question you, you might have, why doesn't someone else move into the apartment with the roommate? Well, all of the, their friends are in their 30s and either live alone or with their significant others, and the roommate has voiced before in other unrelated conversations that he would never live with a quote unquote rando because he is way too particular. I mean, that's fair for being in your thirties. Not sure this stance would hold when push comes to shove though, to be frank, it would suck for this whole friend group. If we lost the apartment as the roof is where we all spend a lot of time. And now my boyfriend has me daydreaming about the size of the place bigger than anywhere I've ever lived and relative to the market, not the world low ass rent. Is it selfish for us to want the apartment? Should my boyfriend ask his roommate to move out? Should he ask him if it, if uh, he would live with a random roommate in the current apartment first, then go from there? Should we just ask? Should we just find our own place and risk the apartment going back on the market? Any advice would be appreciated. Thank you in advance. Sincerely, we want the unicorn. This is an interesting email. To me, the answer is like obvious. Pretty simple. Yeah, you ask the roommate. You say you're gonna. You, you tell the roommate of your plans to live with your girlfriend. Right. And then you say. There's a few options. You could keep the apartment right. for yourself. You could find a new roommate. Right. Or I'll take, I, I would also be open to taking the apartment right. and living there with her. It's, that, yeah. I thought the same thing. I would give the roommate the option. Right. Play, place it in front of them. Yeah. Hear them talk about it. Because mm -hmm. you're going to hear them go, well, I thought, you know, maybe I could do this or maybe you could do that. Um, I wouldn't live here with a rando. You know, right. like you're going to hear them. Thinking it out. Thinking it out. Right. And that will give you more answers than anything else. And at the end of the day, you get to say, my girlfriend and I would like to move here if that's not one right. of the options. You know, know that we do want that. So you kind of make it their problem. Right. And then they can, again, if they can live there without, then it's their decision, which I think is a nice thing to do if you're the one who's like leaving. I always think right. it's nice for the person who's like breaking whatever the current situation is to give the other person options mm -hmm. no i i'm i'm with you a hundred percent i i thought i had the same thought of like you know the idea that like you know they're 31 i don't think that like they're gonna be you know even friends broke up 
You know, like yeah. they even moved on from their central perk. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how long this roof alliance is going to be going on. Like, I understand her dreams and how she sees right. it. The whole friend group is going <coughs> to be here partying until we're 40. Right. The, the friend group's fucked no matter what. Right. Apartment or no apartment. You might just be at a party by yourself. The, I like the idea though, is she's, it's, it, she's like, is it selfish? Most couples act in their best interest. I mean, why would it be selfish? I don't think it is at all. It'd be selfish if she was like, so we're going to live here and you get the fuck get out. The fuck out. Right. That would be selfish because it's like assuming that you get it. It's like, do you want it? We'd like it. If you want it, we can, uh, we can discuss who can get it. Right. In a fair and way. If, we can if, flip for it, whatever it is. Right. And if you want it, I guess yeah. we'll leave because we're the ones yeah. shaking things up. Right. And we want Which to move Which would be the together. fair thing. Right. But if they don't want it and they can't afford it on their own and they don't want another roommate, then that might be the easy, they might, this, the problem might solve itself. How long did you have a roommate for? Um, five years. Five years. Yeah. 20, mm, 22 to, I think I got my own apartment at like 27. Mm-hmm. 26, 27, 27. I was 20, 22 to 25 mm-hmm. roommate. Okay. Then I was on my own. Then my brother moved to town, moved in with him. Oh, so you went from living alone to living with a roommate, roommate, which was fun. Right. Then moved on my own around 31. Okay. Yeah. That's normal. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. But, you know, New York is like, how was going from living on your own to back to a roommate? I guess it's your brother, so it's a different level of comfort. Living with a brother was easy because, right. like, the there were like matches, like the like a match gets lit and you'd have your argument and it was done. It would go away, you know. Right. Like it just things were had out. There was no passive aggressive. Do they like that I right. don't do the dishes? Do they mind? Uh, but it would probably be harder to go from living alone to living with like even uh, a friend or something. Absolutely. Also, I think it's hard to go from living alone to living with a partner. You know, the the biggest difference when I was moving in with a partner was really like, oh, I have to be embarrassed of these things. I need to be a little bit more covert. What are you embarrassed? Well, like, like I, uh, you know, on the special, you know, I talk about eating at night. Right. Like, and sneaking around trying to eat at night. And if you're a nighttime eater, you don't want to be known as the nighttime pig. You want to do that, be disgusting on your, as disgusting, you want to be able to be disgusting without judgment by yourself. Right. Right. And I... You know, it's like, did you get up a third time to eat a slice of cheese? You have to go, yes. You have to like say the things out loud. Right. That you're not used to saying out loud. And that happens with a roommate that's a significant other where you're like. I mean, especially in the pandemic, I feel like. Oh, my God. Because then it's like, this is how you spend your day. <laughs> right. Is this how much work you actually do? Right. There was, right. I think there's a lot of that of like of like micro analyzing exactly. Like you hear someone's work voice. Right. Hey everybody! Um, if I You're could like, get I'm your dating attention, that person, yeah, that's who I'm with. <laughs> this fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole move in thing is. You just take a nap at four four p.m. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do every Monday. Yeah. <laughs> what time does the day start for you? Like, right, a lot no, of questions a lot of that. that are actual yeah. judgments. Right. What time do you get started every day? Exactly. <laughs> they go, you know, I don't know. That wasn't something people had to deal with before. No, yeah. and now you know. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, I am with a disgusting. And then that they can, that's their choice to right. put up with that. Okay. We're, we're chugging through we're this doing it. epi today. Look at this. Making moves. I'm that's proud right. Of us. We did it. We had a, we had a uh, succinct 
intro today. It was a succinct intro. I didn't come in with my, as someone wrote in the comments, can't unsee those comments. That is what the- they say with Jared's 700th mental breakdown <laughs> about dating. Rant. We didn't say breakdown. I read it as mental breakdown. <laughs> I read it a as a little menti B to start men- the day. <laughs> Just a light menti B. I mean, this is the this is the podcast of honesty. We're not Absolutely. coming on here showing you just the we're not sugarcoating shit for you no, here when no, it's no, no, bad no. it's bad when it's good it's good and That's i think right. that there's just as many people who appreciate my you keeping bees. it real with your menti bees my menti yeah. bees that's a great t-shirt make it look like uh what is a make it look like mentos <laughs> <laughs> the mentos wrapper the non-fresh maker right yeah. in the market for investment worthy bags watches and fine jewelry rebag is the answer Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Jared, are you ready to play some games? Cannot wait to play some games. Let's get into faux pas or not presented by faux pas can cocktails. Every single faux pas can is based on a tried and true cocktail. Vodka soda, spicy marg, tequila soda, vodka mule. You can't go wrong. And it goes without saying on this show that we're into keeping it real, which is what we just talked about. Right. The spicy mango marg. First of all, love saying it. It's delicious. Spicy mango sounds, It rolls off the tongue. Right. Both phys- both metaphorically and literally. I just opened it. It smells, smells great. It smells like delicious. It's got like the perfect kick. It really does. Two of these, you're floating, man. It's the best. On a flotilla. Keeping it real, which is why there's only real vodka or real Blanco tequila. No artificial flavors or gluten in these drinks. Now, let's keep it real with some faux pas or nah. We have some really good ones today. Those, These are great. These are really good. Um, you want me to read the first? Yeah, go for it. To reiterate, a faux pas right. is, a, is pretty much like a red flag. You're right. still in. Nah. It's a social faux pas, but you're okay. Nah, we're out. Right. We just aired an episode where we fucked it up. We're now oh, on the straight okay. and narrow. <laughs> right. We, one day we will get it well, right. Well, one day. Okay. Faux pas or nah. Instead of sending a rose on Hinge to stand out, they DM if the standout lists their Insta handle. So mm. they DM, and it's if the person they're trying to stand out to lists their handle. Okay. So DM, is this not the same as the question? It's just like they're DM you. They see you on the apps and, and they, they DM, DM you. you. But right. it's, yeah, right. Is it a faux pas or not? I almost feel like I'd prefer that to a rose, personally. Interesting. Because I'm kind of, I don't know, the rose seems a little cheesy. If the, right. And I can always block you from the, <laughs> right. the DM if I'm not interested. Like it shows an extra level of effort that's not as cheesy for some reason. If their Insta is in their profile, yeah, it's allowable. Yeah. Because they can't be surprised. They can't go, whoa, how'd you get my Insta? Right, you put it out there. You you're open there. to being DM'd. Right, that is that is what you're saying. Yes. If there's no handle. I agree. Then it's a nah. Then it's a nah. If right. there's a handle, 
go faux pas. Faux pas. Little, yeah. not even. It's a little bit of a faux pas. Yeah, you, I would you prefer. Got to acknowledge. We're here on the app. Like this is the place where we're supposed to speak. Right. Again, it's like the faux pas for the wrong person. Right. If I'm Cute. into it. Cute or creepy. Not that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even a faux pas. But if I'm not, then. Faux well, pas, I'm just going to probably block you and that's the end of it. Right. And if you say like, hey, you have to kind of, as we talked about last episode with like just getting DMs in general, hat in hand. Yes. You can't act like you're above what you're doing. You are the person doing it. Yeah. Say it's a little weird. I'm, I I don't want to make you, I you know, I didn't want to make it you uncomfortable. I saw you on the apps. I thought I would just message you directly. Something, something. Something whatever. complimentary. Hey, you totally, I saw you in the apps. I maybe you already saw me. You're totally my vibe. I figured that I'd come over here because I saw your Instagram handle. Uh, would love to get a drink sometime. Yeah, that's like, totally fine. Have it. Just do it. Don't dilly dally. Yes. Like if they were just like, "Hey, saw you on Hinge." Uh uh-uh. uh. No. No response is a no. Right. And anything other than, oh, great! I didn't even notice you. Like, um, here's my number. Right. I'd love to get a drink. Here's the thing. You can be blissfully naive to the fact that they might have seen you on Hinge. You cannot be blissfully naive to the fact that they didn't. Oh, maybe, you you know, I had someone. Right. Hey, pinging you. No. Moving this up the page. No, I saw it the first time. That's when you're annoying. Right. That's the difference between shooting your shot and being annoying. Right. I I mean, I got a. Ping. It was uh, just moving this to the top. No. Type of message. I saw it. What's that mean? I seen it. I seen it. Yeah, done. Let's do another one. Yeah. Okay. Hi, J&J. With faux pas or not, I'm in desperate need of an answer to My boyfriend loves having individual photos taken of himself. Oh, God. He went on an Ireland trip for two weeks last month. Every single day, I received a text from him with a series of seven to ten photos of just himself. Some of the time, he was not even standing in front of the scenery. It would be in front of a random brick wall or something. I would understand a few individual photos of him, but I probably received 60 of just him posing on this trip. He had friends with him, too. Why didn't they just... Hop into the photos. Why didn't he send photos of the scenic spots? The worst part is that that for the last three days of the trip, he was by himself. I can only imagine him going up to multiple strangers in random locations asking for photos of himself. Now, when I look at his Instagram, I notice that he has a history of this. Oh, no. This is a problem. (laughs) The majority of the photos are of just him. This all feels so odd to me and honestly gives me the ick. I'm a basic girl and I do not take nearly this many photos of myself. J&J, please tell me if I'm being unrealistic here. Sincerely, a girl whose boyfriend is trying to be an Instagram model. I want to know how long they're dating. She didn't right. say that. Um, She's not being unrealistic. It's a little weird. I agree. It's a lot. I do. Well, here's the thing. Is it also is it self like sending someone selfies of yourself? I think is like kind of cute. If it's like a posed picture, excessive. If it's like you, you take the picture. of <laughs> just like that like I don't know I'm in the picture game right like I here's the thing a selfie I, is like kind of funny selfie if you're doing something if it makes sense to the scene she, like she said there's not even a scenery right just him in a brick wall like yeah, I, it's, I could sound like a hypocrite right now because I post pictures let me just say this when do you post pictures of yourself in front of scenery I don't. I mean, I just posted a picture of me holding the mic on stage. And that's, that's promotional. Different. Yeah. Here's what I will say. 
as a guy, I don't think there's any reason to post on social media as a guy other than to be funny or to fuck or to be or to fuck because you were funny. Okay. Like I don't see any reason that this guy posting other than to get attention from women. That's my, I can't see otherwise. Also, like, does he have no shame in asking his friend to date? Like, if you were on a trip with your friends and this guy every, like, multiple times a day was like, could you take a picture of me here? It's bizarre. Wouldn't you be like... I would be like, what? what's going on? A lot of pictures. When we're, I'll never forget it. We were at a wedding, my buddy. Girls do that a lot, but, like, it's more socially It's just different. I, I know that's not right to say, but like... It's a double standard. It's a double standard. Women follow female in, uh, in Instagram models. Mm-hmm. Like, no man follows male Instagram models. Right. So like for style. Like, I, listen, how many girls have I dated? Oh, I love her style. I'm going to follow her. I love it. It's like a fashion inspo. It's almost... You know, like there's people that like make their money doing that. Right. There is no guy who does that. I, any, I am telling you, like, it's like when a guy, I've brought this up before, when he, when he dresses as a a pirate for Halloween. It's for a reason, right? Right. It's And he goes, and he doesn't do funny pirate. He does sexy pirate. Eyeliner. So you think it's a sign that this guy is, like, trying to hook up with other people? He's out there. Okay. He ain't, this ain't, this guy ain't just. He's not just super vain? Right, no. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't buy that. Right. I And I think. Well, that's why I'm saying if it was for her, I think it would be like a selfie. Like, oh, look, at right. like, here's me and like the cool background like that I'm taking myself. It's like a wacky p- picture. Right. If it's posted on social media, right. I'm telling you, my posts are different as a single guy as they were in a, as a relationship guy. So it's a nah from you. I think I would have the ick as well. Yeah, nah. Um, it's just, I don't buy it. Jorge, do you know what I'm talking about? Bit. Or he's like, have you seen my Instagram? I, it's all pictures of me against a bro- You're not I mean, on Instagram. I, I, you answer my question. You're in a long-term relationship. There you go. Right. No need. So do you think there's, <laughs> but you think there's exceptions? There's so, I mean, not to say there's no. Just being a very vain, like kind of ridiculous guy. In which case the answer is still the same. It's enough. Right. Yeah. Right. That's the true. It's not my enough. style. I think I, it's, yeah, I agree. Even if that's just his thing and he's not out there trying to hook up. Right. I would still be like. This is not like my vibe. I don't like it that much. I just don't believe that there's a reason for a man, a straight man to be on social media other than to be funny or to fuck. Okay. And I, that is warning to the female audience. Or if audience. you're you to get, sell tickets. Be funny. Okay. Um, then, or if you, let's say you were an artist. Artist. Yeah, yeah, no, if there's a business. Purposes, yeah, yes. if there's a business of all. But like that's, I guess that's my version of be funny. You know, right. like if there's a business. For work. For work. Or hooking up. Do you ever up. post a picture and you're like, this is like a little bit of a thirst trap for me? Absolutely. Okay. And I feel sad for myself <laughs> and I can hear people talking about me. I do that too. I you know. Listen. Right. You want to look, you want to, you want to have a people to look at your profile and think you're attractive. It's why I take a picture from up here and not down here. Right. You, I'm not taking a picture from below my chin. No, I'm in charge. I'm going up top. Right. Making it look like I have a, you know. Square jaw, you know, like I, angles. I get it. Angles. Yeah. This is the thing. I nobody makes. You, it, when you were in a relationship, though, did you care? You care, but you know, no one makes you look worse than a girlfriend in a picture. Well, it's like they're looking give a at fuck one about person. you. Yeah. yeah, you're in fucking. You know, you're the scenery, <laughs> right? Boy, well, you want the person to look socially acceptable. 
Right. You want them to look, you want them to look like you want Mike to look good, but not sexy. Yeah. Just like presentable. Right. I don't want, yeah. <laughs> presentable. Yeah. Because, right, this is just. I, I'm I, looking at me first. Right. Right. And <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying like this. I don't know if this is a controversial thing that I'm saying, but it, it sounds so. bad to me out of my mouth. I'm like, but I do believe What's the that. devil's standard. Society isn't always fair. Right. Not if you're a man who loves taking pictures of yourself in front of scenic backgrounds, they're going to turn some people off. I don't buy it. That's fair. All right. Let's do so, one more. Or it's a nah. Nah. You want to read the last one? We're a nahville. Okay. Hey, J and J. I have a faux pas or nah for you. I went on a first date with a guy from the apps, and he mentioned he returned from our neighboring province yesterday. Canada, I assume. Oh, Canada. We use words like province. <laughs> they didn't spell neighboring with the O-U that they usually do. Yeah, I don't know. I asked if he was there for work, to which he replied, no. My ex-girlfriend lives there and we had our final goodbye. I essentially burst out laughing, explaining this sounds very fresh, and I wondered why he didn't want a break period after a four-year relationship. Is this a faux pas or not? Should I give him another date because of all the boxes he does check and just move very slowly? Or is it this too fresh and only setting myself up to get hurt? Would love the feedback. Thanks for the last and great advice. Sincerely trying not to be a rebound bitch. This would definitely be a faux pas or red flag for me. Not because it's so bad to be going on getting a closure thing with your ex. Mm. But because if you're saying it, I think to your date, you're giving them a hint. Right. You're setting your, you're, like you say, like you're, you're sort of setting the excuse up for later. Right. You're because, letting them know what they get, they're getting into. Right. Because if I was very excited about a date, I don't think I would be mentioning that even if I did it. Right. Right. I, you do want to be honest. Like you do want to say like, I mean, on, dishonest is I'm in a relationship currently that I that I haven't ended. But I had a I had a last lunch with my ex. Is you don't I don't think you need that right. Like, even a month later, you could go. Well, remember when I was on that trip? That was actually yeah. the last lunch, and I was really like excited about us. So I didn't want to bring it up and ruin things. I think that would. Yeah, be you're fine. right. Yeah, the fact that they're saying it is the problem. It's not even that it is. Right. I just think that's a little too. I don't think that you can talk about your ex. I have no problem with someone talking about their ex on a first date, but I think mm -hmm. saying it like that would be a little bit like, just so you know, this is a super fresh breakup and that might come back. Right. To this at the, like later in the, in who our, the fuck has a final goodbye? So many people have a final goodbye. Really? Yeah. I've heard about that all the time. I've done that where you're like, <laughs> we're going to talk again. Well, where do you think that happens? At the final goodbye? Some people are like, I think it's nice. If someone asks, if you had a real relationship and someone asks you for a closure meeting mm -hmm. to go, oh, most, you people give don't to want, most people don't want to do that, but they go. Mm -hmm. And then um, I think it's a nice thing to give to someone, even mm -hmm. if you don't want to do it. I get I don't that. think you need to give five, but <laughs> <laughs> I think you can do one last. And this is our final goodbye. Like, I don't know the way, just the way it's said, maybe I, I guess you don't call it that. Well, I could see it's almost like a, like, um, what's the word? Like a last go over of like everything, like a closure-y, let's mm. just wrap this up kind of thing. Put a bow on it. Yeah. So to speak. Wish you well. Things have not changed and. <laughs> still don't want to be with you. Still don't want to be with you. <laughs> right. Sometimes someone's like, it would just help me to see you one more so I can ask all the questions that I want to ask. 
mm-hmm. or say all the things that I want to say. And I think you can give that to someone, especially if you were in like a real relationship. But I wouldn't talk about it on a date. Right. <laughs> Where are you getting back from? The final goodbye with my love of my life. Didn't work out. Happy to get drinks with you. Anything going on this weekend? I mean, <laughs> I mean, isn't that after the final rose? Right. They, they bring the person on and then the person's always like, well, why did you tell me that when you were going to just break up with me the next? Like, there's always right. like a thing that the person has been thinking of since the breakup. Mm-hmm. That they feel like they would real they've always wanted to ask. And so they're asking so they can stop thinking about what the answer is or if they could ask them, which I think is fine fair. and fair. Right. Do you think anyone can get into a relationship right away after the like I mean, I don't like the perspective of this question. Like the well, idea who, that like, well, I don't want to get hurt. Like, well then who if you like this guy, go on the date. I don't know. I mean, like I I, I could understand being turned off by that. It's been also like what is what is the uh did he say if he was the breaker upper i think if it was presented like i broke up with my girlfriend three months ago Mm -hmm. she actually and this is a way for someone to get to know someone let's say Mm -hmm. broke up with my girlfriend three months ago i just knew we weren't the match and we weren't going to be i didn't want to get married or i didn't want to move in or i didn't want to do whatever the next step was she asked me to get lunch just so that she could ask any final questions and i said i wanted to give her that so that's where i came from but if it was like i asked for this if someone is asking (laughs) for the lunch I'm out right? because to me, that's like, I need this to try to get over it. And it indicates I'm not over it. But if someone is agreeing to a lunch because they broke up with the person, I'm okay with it. Right. And even the tone you use to explain it, I'd be like comforted by the tone. Yeah. Like, cause it seems like you, yeah, you're not just, villainizing the person. Right. It was just something I had to do, you know, yeah. it, it, or it's, I really needed that. That's what I'm saying. If you really needed it, chances are you were the person who got broken up with and you're not over it yet, Mm -hmm. which is fine and totally normal. But I wouldn't, if I told that to a date, I would expect the date to be like a little, uh, should you be here right now? Right. Maybe you need to take like a week or two after this lunch. Right. (laughs) Get back to me. Circle around. Yeah. In the future. So it's a, uh, if they, if they initiated the lunch, it's a nah. If they said yes to the lunch, it's a faux pas. I'm with you. Okay. You know what the biggest faux pas you can make? What is it? Not having faux pas stocked and ready to go for your next girl's trip or date night in. I love faux pas. I love faux pas. Huge fan. Delicious. summer. It makes me like just ready for summer. Right. You know? This is like, this is what's going to get you through April. It smells so fucking good. Um. It is going to get you through April. Days like today, rainy, gray, gross. Gross. Throw a faux pas in a glass with a little bit of ice. Ooh! Envision those Mayflowers. That's right. Delish. I love the mango margarita, spicy mango. I love a little spice. Uh, visit f- com to find your favorite faux pas near you. That's F-A-U-X-P-A-S and follow at drink faux pas on instagram so you don't miss out on any of the tea i mean tequila and that's it for our show we'll be back on sunday with a very uh um, they're we, not gonna want to miss sunday's episode a very special sunday special indeed i think this will be very i don't want to say entertaining but like entertaining for for some yes <laughs> the you up podcast is produced by sean kilby maddie paul and jorge morales pico editing by jorge morales pico social media by maddie paul be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com 
Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton, only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.